you play sport, you have a passion for that sport, you develop a passion for it, you want to learn all about it. Um, if you can find a, if you're fortunate enough to find a career or an um, employment opportunity that links one of your passions from your day-to-day life with your with your career and, and what you're working in, then it becomes easy to commit yourself to that. People all around the world love sport. From playing ball in the backyard through to the Olympic and Paralympic podiums, the majority of the world's population play, watch and enjoy sport. Steve Dart from Play Hard Sports gives listeners the chance to meet people from across the world of entertainment, sports and business who are affecting the way international sport is unfolding. So, with the combination of technology, passion and great people wanting to tell their story, it gives rise to Play Hard Sports Behind the Games podcast. It's a real treat today. I'm on the Gold Coast with the General Manager of Polytan Asia-Pacific, PTYLTD, Paul Canfius. Good morning. How are you, Paul? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Steve. How are you? Thanks for giving us your time this morning. No problem. What are you doing up here on the beautiful Gold Coast? A uh, series of meetings uh, the last couple of days, um, some management meetings with our senior teams, but also some meetings today with um, key clients, one being in relation to the Commonwealth Games hockey venue, yep. and another one with a new project, exciting project we're working on at QUT. This might be an exclusive. Maybe. <laughs> All right, thanks. Um, let's go back with you. Um, let's go back to your education. Uh, Chiefly Business School, Master of Business Administration. Yeah. Tell me a bit about that. Uh, well, I suppose that's the. Yeah, I'm always keen to try and learn new things, and um, you never stop learning. And yeah, I, I got to a point where I was in my career, and I really wanted to extend myself further. And um, I'm, I'm at university. I trained as a civil engineer, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I wanted to get a more rounded understanding of business requirements, so started studying an MBA. Um, found it's been very helpful for certainly for my career and uh, my role within the business. Yep. And um, I believe it's been beneficial for the business in the way we've changed some of our processes and structures uh, through what I've learned with my education. Fantastic. Let's go further back to Monash Uni. How were those days as a young kid growing up? Yeah, good. I was um, I was a boy from the country uh, yep. when I first came to Melbourne and um, where studied. were you? Uh, I grew up in a place called Wanthaggy, down on Wanthaggy, yeah, beautiful. down in South Gippsland. Yep, um, nice place was. to grow up. Yep, and uh, very cold at this time of year though yes. down there. Uh, but so yeah, when I went to university, I was wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, so to speak, fresh boy from the country, and it was definitely a life-changing experience. Um, experiencing, I suppose, life in the big city, um, tertiary education, going through all those processes of learning what became my career um, and at the same time maturing into the adult that I'm today. Let's just go, let's just take a little bit of a snapshot from the country to the city. What is, we hear about it all the time, but what is that transition like? Like what is the the change you've got to really prepare for? It's, it's the loss of community. Yep. Um, is I suppose the first thing that I noticed. You, in the country, you walk down in a town like Wanthaggy, I'm still considered a local and I haven't lived there for 20 years. Sure. But um, you walk down the main street, you know a lot of people and what could be a five-minute trip to go and get something could take an hour with bumping into people and talking and oh, catching up great. about things. But yeah. you don't have that in the city. You, there's obviously far more people. Everybody seems busier. 
it's a faster pace of life and you lose that aspect of community and uh, to be honest that's taken me a long while to adjust to sure. um but i've found a, a nice place to live that has that sense of community and I, I feel like i've got in my uh where we live now i've got that connection with community kind of spirit um that i'm used to from my upbringing in the country but with the convenience of being tagged on the side of the city and accessible for work and the airport and things like that for travel. Mate, that's beautiful. What about when you first started with Polytan? What position did you go into and how did you get that position? Um, I started off just as a project engineer, uh, which was 12 years ago. And it was an ad that I saw in the paper. Yeah. For they were looking for a civil engineer to work in um, the sports area. Yep. Uh, at the time, I was doing subdivision design yep. and thought I need a change. I'm getting a little bored of doing this kind of thing, and thought, yeah, sports fields. That sounds like a great idea. Of course. And uh, yeah, that was what attracted me to it. Yep. Fortunate enough to get the position, and haven't looked back. Were you a sports kid? Yeah, absolutely. What did you play? Uh, well, being a boy from the country in Victoria, I played footy in the winter and I played cricket in the summer. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, what position were you? What, AFL, were you? Yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely. Were you, uh, you were only a short sort of guy. Were you uh, like Rover or something like that? Yeah, I was a scrawny little kid, yep. so um, I was always a Rover running around and um, forward line or as a Rover, just out and about, no big key positions <laughs> with a body yeah. like mine. Did you go in for the ball quite hard yourself? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, didn't really have the build for it. So once I got to adult football, yep. uh, my career came to a shattering halt through a series of shoulder injuries yeah. and knee injuries and AC collision joints. injuries, all of those Ooh. things, AC joints, those yeah. kind of things. Yeah. yeah. And um, obviously, what have you taken from your sports background into your business? Like the way you go in, um, with determination, is that where you see your cross, you know, uh, transition into business through sports backgrounds? Yeah, that's one of the things. And the other thing, Steph, the other thing I think that's... Um, is important is the passion so mm-hmm. obviously you play sport you have a passion for that sport you develop a passion for it you want to learn all about it um, if you can find a if you're fortunate enough to find a career or an um, employment opportunity that links one of your passions from your day-to-day life with your with your career and, and what you're working in then it becomes easy to commit yourself to that yep. and to to go the extra effort to to, to put in the extra yards to make sure that you get the outcomes that are best for your clients, best yep. for your projects, and best for the business. Great. Are you like one of those guys that says, I've never worked a day in my life because I love what I do? Oh, absolutely not, because some of the days can be really hard, draining, and uh, and difficult. You'd never think that when you're standing out on the middle of a hockey pitch at 45 degrees in India or yeah. something like that. It's, wow. Those days... They, they feel like work. Sure. So you've done some international travel. Tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. I've done a lot of work overseas. Um, I've been fortunate enough with um, with our business. We've done the hockey surfacing for the um, Olympic Games in Beijing, London and Rio. In my time in the organisation, I've project managed each of those projects. Congratulations. Um, so I've had a, a lot of time travelling for those and they're the major projects, but there's also regional regional type facilities and um, I suppose other projects that we do across a range of countries that I've had involvement in over the years. Yep. Who is Polytan, mate? Polytan is what we would consider the best sports surfacing company in the world. Um, We're a company that specialises in synthetic sports surfacing, which includes things like synthetic grass for hockey pitches or football fields across a range of football codes and also polymer surfaces such as rubberized athletics tracks um, and, yeah, things like netball courts, tennis courts, those kind of things as well. Yep. Tell me a little bit about the structure and uh, 
uh, the makeup involved with these synthetic course um, surfaces? W- what's involved with them? If people, you know, if they just used to grass, like what's what's so good with synthetic? Well, the advantage of a synthetic surface is it gives you far more usable time than you would have with a natural turf equivalent. So natural grass needs time to recover and needs time to grow. Uh, and so you've got to manage your use carefully. Synthetic grass obviously doesn't need to grow. It does still need maintenance, but it needs far less maintenance than a natural turf field would. So you can get significantly more use on a synthetic surface than you would on a natural turf. And in some sports, it's been a game changer. So the best example of that is hockey, which the first Olympic Games where... Uh, a synthetic surface was used for hockey was Montreal in 1976, so 40 years ago. And hockey is the, it is definitely the sport that is that embraced synthetic turf early on um, as being not just something from a maintenance perspective, but something that really changed the way the game is played. And it's improved hockey as a spectacle. It's improved the speed of the play. It's improved the consistency of the ball travel across the surface. And it has dramatically changed the way the game's played now to what it was 40 years ago. What's the feedback from the athletes who play? The feedback from the athletes, a lot of the athletes nowadays don't know any different. Many of them grow up playing just on synthetic surfaces. But certainly there's people that do still start their career on natural turf uh, from a hockey perspective, for example. Uh, And... The athletes that make it to the elite level, which we're fortunate enough to have relationships with and access to and get feedback from, certainly, yeah, they say that the difference between a good surface and a bad surface has a major impact on the way that the game's played and how confident they are about things like trapping the ball and how hard they would hit the ball on the surface. So if they get a surface that they know is true, consistent, and the ball will travel at a uniform in a uniform manner across the surface they attack the ball harder they play more aggressively and they have that confidence within the surface that it'll do what they demand of it so then they can perform at their best well said same with soccer now yeah yeah so soccer's getting there um it's a sport where there's there's still the romance there's no question that there's still the romance of a beautiful natural turf field such as Wembley Stadium with the FA Cup final was only recently yeah. and those kind of things. And you'll never remove that. But synthetic synthetic turf still has an important place to, 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 to fill in that whole market because you need surfaces that can cope with significantly more demand yep. than something like a Wembley Stadium that hosts one game every other weekend. Sure. You need those surfaces that can cope with high demand high expectations from a range of different user groups so they can get in, use that facility when they want and know that it's going to be suitable for them to play on. Well said. Um, the day in the life of a general manager of such a massive company, a great company, what's it like? It's always interesting and it's always challenges, but it's always fun. You always need to sit back at the end of the day and say, we've got a fantastic team, everybody's working together and, and pulling in the right direction to try and grow our business and, and keep Polytan at the forefront of the industry. Yep. And it's great to have that support of a team around you that you know are doing those kind of things and working to their best potential to do that. And in some ways, I've got a lot of experience in the industry now, so part of my day is, I guess, in a mentor-type role with some of our, our younger staff, particularly in our technical team with our engineering Um, design services and project management to help them along, give them the opportunities to grow their careers and experience some of the things that I've experienced as well within my 12 years at the company. Yep. Tell me a bit about yourself as far as who's behind you. You've got a partner. 
Yeah, I'm married and three three children, three boys, yep. um, eight, six, and four. Who are? Yeah, that's Daniel, Adam, and Joel. Yep, great. And uh, my wife's name's Tamara. Yep. And uh, she supports everything you do. Yeah, yeah. She, to be honest, she, yeah, she works pretty hard. <laughs> works a couple of days a week herself, but um, as a full time mum, yep. particularly when I do have a lot of travel. Yep. And those times when I'm away, it's it's hard on everybody. Yep. Um, it's important for the business and it's important for my career, but importantly, she knows that. Um, Without me there, she's able to look after the kids. She does a fantastic job, and uh, I'm sure that um, I don't tell her enough, yep. but uh, she knows that I value her support of my career really well. Great. And what about the boys? How are they? Oh, they're fantastic. They're yeah, they're in sport already? Yeah, they're into sport now. They're getting to that age where they're all starting to play sport, and um, it's great being able to see there and, and, and see them enjoying sport the way I remember enjoying it at that age. Yep. And, and it doesn't have to be... Um, I suppose a defined sports competition just kids love that opportunity the freedom of running riding a bike just being out and about and enjoying time and I really really value that time that we 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 have those opportunities great and what's your advice to the boys as they're getting older follow your dreams is the is the one thing that uh, I think everybody needs to do is there's no point as a our oldest is eight there's no point him at this point thinking about what his career needs to be or what he wants to do when he grows up and all those kind of things. He's got plenty of time to work that out. Yep. It's just enjoy your life, work hard at school, do do what you need to every day, um, but make sure you enjoy yourself. That's well said. Mate, I always ask my guests this. If you were to call yourself on the phone when you were 20, what would you say to yourself as some advice? Good question. I'd probably say, Pull your head in a little bit with some of the things you do as a 20-year-old because you can get a little loose around the edge at times. We've all been through it. You enjoy yourself, and sometimes you enjoy yourself a little bit too much. But um, I wouldn't change much, to be honest. You never need to go back and look. And I'm not the person to look back and have regrets or anything like that. I'd say, as I've said about my own children, follow your dreams. Be true to what you think is best for your life, and don't be afraid to chase it. What's the future hold for you, Paul? Hopefully a long and enjoyable career at Polytan as we yep. continue to grow. Um, I see myself getting more involved in, I suppose, some of our operations through the Asia-Pacific region more. Um, not so much on a day-to-day project project level, but more in the strategy into how we operate within those markets and um, and grow opportunities with new partners and um yeah, and continue to try and make the business successful. Great. Look, we really appreciate everything you're doing and uh, building these fantastic tracks on the Gold Coast here yeah. in preparation for the Commonwealth Games. We thank you so much. We wish you well, and uh, we enjoyed speaking to you this morning. Thanks, Paul. No problems. Thanks for the time.